You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Oz Network. We are back for yet another of our recaps, looking at television series Lost. Thirteen years. Um, we're back in the eleventh episode, which is exciting uh, for an episode called "All the Best Daddies Have Cowboy Issues" or as it's actually titled, all the best cowboys have daddy issues. Um, <laughs> it's not about Christian Shepherd hating the good, the bad, and the ugly, or something <laughs> like this. Um, so, excited to talk about this episode, episode 11, um, written by our good friend Javier Grillo, Mark Marcus, yeah, and longtime Lost director Stephen Williams. It was aired on December 8th, 2004, um, and we'll get into it, but first we should introduce ourselves and... My name is Noah. Uh, you might remember me as a reject from VH1 Has Been. And my name is Ben. And why am I getting the evening news from a 10-year-old? <laughs> hey, we took the um, our lines from the same person in about one minute's difference. He actually said so. six-year-old too, I realise, not 10. Because yeah, then he yeah, said no, he's 10, 10 and 6. Sorry, Walt just uh, got stuck in my head. But uh, you're on my couch. We're doing this next to each other. Yeah, live. Yeah. Um, I tried to get away, but I was tied. <laughs> Up in some ropes. Yeah, get bed. lost, Noah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we we we're the team that went south. <laughs> <laughs> it always goes south on this show. Yeah. Always, we're always going south. Always on going the old south. Network. That's our, <laughs> our catchphrase. Yeah. Um, but all the best cowboys have daddy issues. Action-packed episode. Um, always been one that stands out for me for season one. Always a memorable one. Uh, really the first episode that just goes straight at it and full on the entire 40 minutes. Um, yeah, we go back to Jack. but back yeah, Jack. I Before we get to other people. But yeah, I, I really enjoy all the best cowboys have dad issues. It's just super action-packed and picks up directly where we left off. And yeah, there's some great scenes in it. Well, I think you kind of mentioned in the last episode, it's sort of almost like a two-parter. Um, yeah. And yeah, like the way it ended last episode and the way we get straight into it, as you were saying. And like as I kind of mentioned in the last episode too, it, it, I remember seeing this like, why are we seeing Jack again? We've just seen, we've already seen Jack. We haven't seen Boone. We haven't seen, you know, Hurley um, and some other people. But that was kind of a shock to me. But I look, I, I like this episode. Uh, I like it a lot better than the last episode. Um, and I think that kind of there's a lot going on. Uh, and obviously establishing a lot more moving forward. I mean, we get the hatch. Richard's in this episode. Ha, huh? get it. Um, but and we also get a lot of boon in this episode too. Richard, so. Richard Hatch. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to call that. I know you thought the other... Never mind. No, I thought you were confusing Richard with Desmond. Cause, no. I mean, technically, Desmond's in this episode, just under the ground. <laughs> <laughs> like, he should get a credit. On the, they should re-edit it on the DVDs and put a credit. Well, technically, Ben and Juliet's in this episode. They're just a couple of miles in the other direction. <laughs> There's a lot of characters that are here at the moment. We just can't see them. Um, yeah, no, I, I like this episode. I Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to talking. And I, I like the name of the episode, too. Yeah, it's my favourite. of. There's, what, 111 episodes if you've combined the two-parters. It's my favourite episode ever of Lost. It's great. All the best cowboys have daddy. It sounds like a feel more like... Like something. It's clever. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's so. better than House of the Rising Gin. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, I don't know if I'd call Jack a best cowboy, but um, yeah. If it's about Sawyer. I actually honestly thought this was a Sawyer episode. Because, <laughs> I mean, you kind of would assume it's a yeah, Sawyer a episode. A cowboy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a great title. Uh, whoever came up with that. Um, better than Lord of the Files, which was going to be the Locke <laughs> episode. Um, it's better than... <laughs> <laughs> 
pilot. A pilot. Uh, <laughs> um, what Kate did. Trisha Tanaka is dead. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, what what Kate what does. Kate does. <laughs> Everybody What's loves the worst Kate title? Oh, what Kate does or what Kate did is up there. Um, what else is there? There's found. Well, there's yeah dot 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 and found is an episode <laughs> title. Um, which I mean, it's supposed to be lost and found, but that's pretty bad. There's an episode called Dave. Um, <laughs> what about Doug? <laughs> there's no Doug. <laughs> uh, what else is there? There's. Um, Season three must have some bad ones. Yeah, Trisha Tanaka is dead. I think you either love it or hate it. Um, yeah, they did a good job with the episode title for the most part. Um, Hearts and Minds coming up. That's they, they, not great. They seem to think a bit outside the square because some shows will kind of have that generic title. Like, obviously, Friends was well known for The One With. That was kind of all their episodes yeah. were called that. Um and, you know, certain shows will have a thing like Survivor will do it from a quote from the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nip Tuck does it named after a patient. Whereas, like, Lost, it kind of, they seem to, you know, go out of their way to think of something, you yeah, know, a bit unique. each time. Sometimes it's based on just a theme. Sometimes it's based on an actual quote. Sometimes it's, like, Latin. Sometimes it's... What Kate did. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> it's obvious. Like, yeah, I think what Kate did, that might... That's not out of the box or anything. <laughs> you know what you're getting in that. But episode. I kind of think at the same time, though, it is like, well, if you want to go through all the... Oh, that's the episode. We find out what Kate did. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. You um, know? There's an episode called Question Mark. You know, <laughs> you could either love that or hate that. Is it like spelt out like Question no, Mark? Or is it just, just a question, question mark? mark. Right. Um, so it's kind of like on uh, The Simpsons. They never write dough in the script. They write annoyed grunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you could love or hate that one. But... Yeah, if if you any names come to mind, um, Boone, please write it in. <laughs> I want to know your least. All right, you're title. asking me. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> you're asking the listeners. Um, oh, I just think of Boone all the time. Something nice back home. I've never really. Oh, I've got it. There's an episode called Egg Town. I've always Egg hated Town. that title. <laughs> what? Yeah, I've really had to Kate episode. Um, what a coincidence. Why is it called Egg Town? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad one. I don't um, even. I can't even think of a town off the top of my head that's known for its eggs. Uh, I mean, um, Rotorua. I went to a New Zealand smelt like sulfur and rotten eggs. So yeah. you know. Um, so yeah, maybe the Kate ones. Whatever the case may be, <laughs> what Kate did, what Kate does, Egg Town. Um, What's Kate doing right now? <laughs> What's Kate doing next week? <laughs> what Kate will do? <laughs> what Kate's thinking what Kate about? Didn't do. <laughs> Kate's doing nothing. Kate's watching Netflix. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. Uh, we should get into it. Um, so, for the episode, it, this is the first one that really just picks up directly where they left off. Tabula Rasa kind of picks up after the pilot, but this is straight into, like, you could combine these two, Rogue One, A New Hope style, and it just flows straight into it. Um, and uh, they're all panicking around the camp. Uh, where's Ethan? Uh, what did Ethan do? Um, the Canadian guy, by the way, confirmed yeah, that confirmed. it's uh, Ontario, Canada. Even though, I mean, Ethan's not really even American. He's Islander. Like, I mean, his <laughs> parents are American, but... He's Islander. <laughs> born on the island. He looks very <laughs> like he's from Fiji or something like that. I mean, it has to be... So, this is... You're good at math. This is 2004. Uh, Ethan was born on the island in 1977. So how old does that make 30, Ethan? 
30. No, no, no. 77, 27. 77. <laughs> Did you say what year was he born? 77. 77, so 27. Yeah, this guy is supposed to be 27. There's no way he's 27. <laughs> he's like 47. <laughs> Tom Cruise. He has been hit with the age stick. <laughs> the like, Tom, Tom, his cousin, the esteemed Tom Cruise, like, he looks like he's about 20. He never ages. Whereas he gets the aging genes in the Cruise family. Yeah, the island does not be kind. 27 uh, year old Ethan Stanhope. <laughs> fucking hell. He, he probably looked like a 40 year old when he was 10. Yeah, so poor Ethan. Uh, <laughs> has not been kind to him in 27 years. Um, so, yeah, Ben is, like, way older than Ethan, apparently. Um, <laughs> they look about the same <laughs> age. Um, but, yeah, they're wondering where the Canadian is. Uh, we have Locke and Jack. Oh, Gummy Joe, his, his legs are just... He's been on the island two weeks. Uh, we're on day 16, it says here. Locke's legs? Oh, Gummy Joe, uh, t- 16 days ago, he wasn't walking, but he was flying He's through off. the jungle. He's <laughs> He was like a free bird there. Um, <laughs> so they were running through the jungle, going to get Ethan, uh, and Jack gets shushed by Locke. <laughs> Your favourite part of the whole series. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lost. <laughs> yeah, after they find Claire's bag. Uh, Charlie, Claire. <laughs> uh, so that was great. Uh, we get into the flashback. Uh, oh, yeah. Are we going <laughs> to... I forgot that we kind of did flashbacks, intros, and blah, blah, I kind of think this is one where the you probably could lump the flashbacks, because, I mean, it... it yeah. I mean, th- this is the interesting thing, isn't it? In, in saying, like, we've got another Jack episode. We've established why Jack's in Sydney, so we can kind of move on to, like... This is more of a case of back to when we had that flashback with Jack, when his mum was all like, oh, you know what you did to your yeah. father. So this is, I guess... So this is pretty much why Christian was in Sydney. Yeah. So part one of it, part two will be Claire. But um, so yeah, so we figured out his dad was in Sydney. Now we're learning what happened to lead his dad to Sydney. And is this, I like that. And is it, yeah, I like it too, but is this the most unrelated flashback to what's happening in no. an episode? <laughs> as of right now, though. Oh, as of right now, yeah. But we're going to get the Charlie one coming up, which is the most mitch- mismatched island flashback. But as of right now, 11 episodes in, this yeah. has got nothing. Like, I know it's kind uh, of Jack thinking about it when he's in the jungle, but, I mean, at the same time, like... I mean, we've got the patient who he's trying to save, like Charlie at the end. Um, but, yeah, it's not the most, like, connected that they've ever had. It's. Did you, did you find it jarring? Well, not jarring, that's not the right word. But did you find it confusing when you're watching this for the first time that we're getting another Jack one when we still haven't had what There's three that we haven't had at the moment, right? If we, if we classify them as pairs. So, Boone and Shannon, uh, we haven't had a Hurley. Michael. And a Michael. So, there's three that we haven't had. I mean, obviously, technically, Jin, but, I mean, we're lumping them with, with yeah. Sun, obviously. So, I mean, did you kind of find it a bit weird that we're seeing Jack before we see some of those other parents? I don't really remember. I remember watching this episode just because everyone was talking about Raised by Another, so then this was the follow-up. And finally, this show... I don't think people thought this show was slow, but finally, this show was doing things. Mm. Uh, but I don't really remember. Uh, but it make, it's not surprising, I don't think, because, you know... Well, Matthew Fox has to be in everything. But it's also Our like... hero. It's, it's like, obviously, the, the ones that we haven't seen, like, <laughs> we, we know the whole Boone and Shannon ongoing thing. Uh, and, I mean, Michael, sort of, as a character overall in Lost, is not really prominent in the second half of the show. But then, like, yeah. Hurley's still a prominent character throughout all six seasons. So, it's kind of like, you can maybe understand to a point that they leave the lesser ones to the end that we're not really going to see too much from in the future. 
But I mean, mm. Hurley's kind of the obscure, but I guess also Hurley's kind of the comic relief, so you can kind of. But the Hurley thing, and we'll get to it in numbers, but that was purposely left late because there was they wanted to build the hype of what's Hurley's thing going to be, and mm. everyone was talking about numbers when that episode aired. So that one was done on purpose. But I love Hurley. Um, yeah, numbers is a great episode. Um, but yeah, we're into a Jack flashback again. Our hero has to get to... <laughs> technically, it's the third one if you count Pilot Part 1. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not surprising because he is the lead character after all. Um, Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's... Yeah, it's it's kind of following up. We're heading backwards now. But one thing I like about this is, if you think about it, this is not all that long ago. No. They've been on the island for 16 days. He was in Sydney for, what, five days or something. Um, and then his dad went to Sydney, what, maybe a week or two before that. It's within a so couple of months. This would have been a few months before that. So yeah. this, what we're seeing now is really not that long ago. Because um, like, I always get confused because we get, like, one of the Jack flashbacks is obviously a long time previous because he's got that weird, like, haircut, doesn't he? He's yeah. kind of got, like, bangs or something yeah, going on. Yeah, season two. Yeah, so, like, I kind of, I, I always thought this was it. And I'm thinking, like, <laughs> well, hang on a minute. He's saying, like, all right, okay, wait till we get the bangs Jack or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, it's not as bad as Bearded Jack. <laughs> um, Bearded Jack. But, yeah, so, like, Kasai's was seven years ago. Um, mm. So, this is all that, not that all that long ago. Um, is that the longest one we've had seven years previously? Oh, yeah. except for Jack getting pushed in the mud. <laughs> stay down, Jack! Should have stayed, <laughs> down, stayed Jack. down, Jack! <laughs> he just, that, that bully just really liked Jack. That's why he was pushing him that, down. That, that, that works in this episode. I swear when Ethan's punching him, he should be like, Should have <laughs> stayed down, Jack! <laughs> No, the, Ethan just really loved him. He was pushing him in the <laughs> mud. Jack <laughs> he just wasn't paying attention. Full, full naughty zone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, say it was seven years. Claire was recent. The rest were all Sydney. Oh, Sawyer, but that wasn't... That was, uh, what, 2001 or something? I don't know. Um, Claire's obviously was within recently, nine months. Yeah, so this is... Sayed's was the longest so far. Uh, but anyway, this is the first non-Sydney kind of Jack one. Uh, he's in ER... Uh, oh, oh, OR. Didn't realise he was in that show. I have to go back and watch okay, it. Matthew Fox. Good show. Uh, OR, I guess it is. Um, <laughs> this is the spin-off of ER. <laughs> and he's trying to save the patient. Come on, come on, come on. Kate's there crying in the corner. <laughs> Let him go. Um, Breaking a few ribs. <laughs> patient dies. Oh. Um, Christian makes Jack call it. Jack, pissy Jack. You call it. Um, <laughs> what, a, what a little bitch. <laughs> like, I like Jack, but there are certain moments now I'm starting to really like, God. He is a whitey bitch. Sometimes. Just fucking do as your dad tells you. <laughs> you were the job. surgeon. <laughs> um, <laughs> do your job. <laughs> After that, uh, we get the next scene where uh, Jack's kind of arguing with his dad. This is the first time we really get their relationship because yeah. Christian was dead in... Um, uh, White Rabbit And we only saw it When he was a little boy when Didn't little we kid, yeah. yeah But I really like The Jack Christian relation I think they feed off Each other well uh, Yeah like I think And I think you even Alluded to that You liked the, Like I mean Somebody who you're not A fan of Jack I think that Like they've, he's You can see why He's the lead Like I mean They've all got Interesting Backstories Of course they do But like I don't know, there's something about Jack's that, and like again, I'm a fan of Jack. I've never disliked Jack. By the time we get to the end of this, I probably will at this rate. <laughs> but like, um, and like, yeah, you're right. Like, his backstory is fascinating because, like, as we kind of established, everyone has daddy issues, but Jack's daddy issues are like understandable because, like, yeah. Jack's dad's a bit of a dick. Um, yeah. but like, 
they work so well off each other, the actors. Like, um, and they've got a lot of similarities. I think they do a good job of it's making them seem like they are yeah. father and son. It's very believable. Jack has a lot of Christian qualities in, and not the priest threesome kind of Christian qualities. <laughs> priest threesome. Um, <laughs> and yeah, John Terry's great. And, you know, Matthew Fox is a douche, but... Um, underrated actor I think him and Josh Holloway don't get as because obviously you got Terry O'Quinn and Michael Emerson who plays Ben they're just amazing they like should be ultimate superstars in film but yeah Matthew Fox and Josh Holloway are very consistent I think throughout this series yeah I agree I definitely agree and I think that um you know yeah Matthew Fox might be a bit of a douche and doesn't shouldn't catch buses and all those sort of things but like yeah, I think he definitely is a good actor, and he, he, he you believe this character like, and I think maybe do you think that there's a lot of that where people don't like Jack, and that's meant to be part of this character? He's not meant to be just this hero that you. He's not the Jack Bauer like you're gonna love him no matter what. Like he is meant to be a bit of a character where you're like, oh well, he's flawed. Yeah, flawed. That's what I like about the show is that they actually had a kind of unlikable lead character. He's there are moments where it's like our hero and he can't do wrong, but there is also moments where he's actually unlikable and he's not like the yeah, like I mean I you know more about the Lost Fan community than I do. I mean I didn't realise Kate wasn't liked, but I mean <laughs> is Jack generally liked? Is he just not liked? Is he in I the think, middle? Yeah, in the middle. I think there are some big Jack fans. And people who just cannot see anything in him. But I'm a bit worried because you're kind of losing it a bit with Jack. And I actually like season six, Jack. So now I'm a bit worried we're going to get to season six and I'll be like, oh, yeah, Jack. And you'll be like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, I I still like Jack. But I'm just, I guess I'm noticing a lot more of the little nitpicky things with him. But like, I think kind of based on my most recent rewatch, I remember like messaging you and you were like, oh, Jack, you know. Uh, But I don't think through that. He was probably out of all the characters where you kind of like, as you said, you do rewatches, you find yourself liking or disliking characters more. Um, and I think Jack was one that never waned for me. Like he kind of throughout the whole series, like I still liked him, still liked Kate, and Sawyer was like obviously a big like all of a sudden. Um, I don't know if there's anyone I really didn't like. Walt, <laughs> um, you know, Claire kind of diminishes for me a lot. But um, yeah, I'd be interested to see how I go with Jack. Yeah, I mean, he is a well-written character, and there's a lot of good stuff with his story. Um, but he's just a bit of a dick sometimes. And he's a shit leader. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, we're going to see his storyline as to where he finds out by the end that, yeah, I'm not the leader. Um, Hurley is the leader, but we'll get to that in <laughs> six seasons. Ah, oh, Hurley. <clears throat> yeah, we're still very early on in Lost. But uh, I like the way they do that in that finale, just to point that out. Yeah. Okay, we've done the loss. There we go. Well, done. Well, the end recap. <laughs> we got our thoughts on how they do the end. <laughs> well, we missed. We like we kind of glossed over the middle, but we went from episode eleven. Smoke to the monster, Mister Echo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Faraday. Picking up. Uh, Jack said he was working on the patient who was supposed to be Kristen's patient. Kristen's uh, saying, "Well, if I was at lunch and you were upstairs, why did they call me?" And you're kind of like, "Well, yeah." You got a point there, Chris. Um, <laughs> like, you know, they, obviously you're better. Um, uh, but some, one of the ano- anonymous nurse. Who is who is she? Played by unknown. Um, <laughs> the same guy who plays Joseph <laughs> last week. Voiced over by, <laughs> by Evanderzil Jr. <laughs> um, so, uh, but someone came and got Jack. Um, I mean, responsible, but nurse, but also like kind of bit of a backstabber there. Um, and we learned that Christian was drunk in the OR. Um, 
you know, it's not like it's super tense, but there is just this underlying kind of like, like, uh, about this flashback of just like things are not going well and you feel kind of the tension of it. It's not like a dramatic kind of tabula rasa shooting the marshal type tension, but it's, there's kind of this underlying thing there, I think. Well, it's, you pointed out before, this is the first time we really actually get to see, you know, John Terry and Matthew Fox sort of have this, but like, I guess we've established kind of knowing what we do about Jack and his relationship with his father and clearly something has gone wrong to, to put a, you know, a rift between the two. And like, it's it's very well written in the fact that, yeah, it's like, who are you believing at this point? Like, clearly, I, I think you can kind of tell that it's going to go down a path where Jack's going to kind of backstab his father because that's obviously yeah, we see explainable. But, I mean, it's it's kind of, it's done to the point where, particularly in the scene when, you know, we'll get to when when Christian's sort of like, oh, you know, you're one of the most gifted young surgeons. I mean, please sign this. You know, this is my life. And... And then, obviously, when things change, I think I think it's just it's very compelling. Like as you said, it's tense, but it's you're not like oh, I'm going to shoot you in the head. I missed you. Oh no. Um, so yeah, I, I agree. Oh, God, my little heart is going to break when we get to the flashback where Christian and Sawyer are in the Sydney bar, uh, and he's talking about. I actually like my... how Christian's so important to so many of these characters. Yeah, I mean, he is of all the flashback characters, he is the most important. He's most connected, right? Yeah. Um, that's going to be sad, what he's talking about. And my son was right. And then we're going to have Sawyer tell Jack that in the season. Oh, God. I just, I, just, I, I forgot that that happened. Tissues. I forgot that happened. And when I rewatched it, I was like, because that's kind of like the Sawyer-Jack moment. You're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be. And I mean, I'm going to be emotional during that. Uh, I'm lucky I have a somewhat decent relationship with my father. I imagine if I had a bad one, that would completely set me off. Yeah. No, it's... Um, um, so, yeah. just do some great stuff. with, And I love that they can tell this story without always being a Jack flashback. That we're going to see Sawyer. and So, there's some conclusion there. That the one that really... Again, we're jumping here because he's in that shed, isn't he? He's in the hut. Yeah. He's Jacob, yeah. sort of. Yeah, he's in the hut and he shows up on the island. That confused the shit out of me when I saw that. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, but Lost does a great job. Well, not always, but because they're in this sticky situation where they have these flashbacks and they introduce these plot lines. But how do you wrap up a plot line if you're trapped on an island? Mm. But I think they do a good job of it. Like we'll see with Lockstad and the real Sawyer and stuff like that. Because I remember messaging you last year in the rewatch going, we never get a conclusion to um, a Sawyer. And then you're like, just keep watching. <laughs> and I'm like, but we don't. There's not that like, just keep watching. And I, cause, cause I completely forgot that we do get the conclusion to yeah, the Sawyer. So I think they've done a decent job. Not with Nadia. We talked a bit about that. <laughs> not um, with Thomas. Not with Helen Norwood. Uh, <laughs> not with Thomas. But Fuck Thomas. Yeah. He's an idiot. <laughs> not uh, Sullivan. But anyway, next one we have Christian giving his kind of summary and his report of what happened. Like he came in. By then it was too late. She was going to die. Uh, Jack confronts him and said he shouldn't have been in the OR. Um, Jack says he refuses to sign. Um they say they'll strip Christian. Uh, he says they'll strip him of his uh, doctor's license. <laughs> medical license. Medical yeah. license if uh, Jack doesn't side with him, which convinces Jack. He gives in and he signs a report. I'm going to ask a question there, though. Like, do they do that after one? Like, do they have to, like, first warning or like, do they, can they test him? Or, like, I mean, I could hate a surgeon and be like, oh, yeah, Noah, he was totally drunk. Yeah. Like, 
is is that it? <laughs> like, I don't know much sticks? about uh, medical stuff. I mean, I guess someone had died, so it makes sense. But at the same time, like maybe he's a track record. Yeah, Jack may have just been lying. And yeah, there must be some kind of iffy things here with family members and working together like that. But um, yeah, I don't know. Um, so then. What's next? I'm just trying to jump between the flashbacks. Is it the... Uh, we have no. the husband. Oh, right. uh, he's there talking to Christian. And then... Uh, who, what's the name of the nurse? Jack says hello to the... <laughs> uh, Sandra. I don't know. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't write that one down. <laughs> Hang on. You, you keep yeah, talking. Uh, yeah, we, I'm going to my trusty friend because they will tell us. Where's that? Yeah, they've yeah. probably got a whole article on her. It is, Andrea, and they do have a whole article. Jackie Mariah plays Andrea. Andrea. They've got a whole article. Matt Moore as husband. <laughs> they've got a whole article for Andrea. Michael Adamschick as anesthesiologist. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea was an inter. Oh, she's an intern. How oh. do they know that she's? A- <laughs> I thought she was a nurse. Maybe Lostpedia is like written by the creators of this show. Like they're that into their show. Um, she was seen walking by after Jack's operation. <laughs> she acknowledges Jack. <laughs> they mildly and she- flirt, <laughs> and Jack acknowledges her back. She was voiced by... <laughs> God, oh, good friends at Lostpedia. Oh, we love you, Lostpedia. You are the best. <laughs> Origin, Los Angeles. Profession, hospital intern. <laughs> Date of birth, social security number. <laughs> Favourite food. And Jackie, Dislikes. Jackie Mariah. Jackie Mariah portrayed Andrew, an intern. Um, <laughs> this is Mariah's only role to date. Oh, my God. This is a recurring... God, season one, they really didn't have the budget for these guest stars, did they? Either that or they just like have this jinx of lost actors they can't get work. Uh, I'd like to audition for the role of Walter White. Oh, sorry, what's your only role? Season one of Lost. No, thanks. We'll call you. Uh, So, yeah, she tells him that uh, the husband's threatening to sue. I mean, yeah, you'd be sad, but... It's America. I mean... (laughs) Everyone's suing everyone. But would you... You would be sad, but how does he know that something went wrong? Like, the patient just died. Like, uh, Isn't it in the report that, like, it's... Uh, don't they mention something about it being... Because he cuts, like, a kidney sack or something, yeah. right? So, like, I, I'm guessing that... No, it has spilled to be, out, like, angel hair pasta. I think it has to be documented. And, I mean, like, I know I'm not just saying that to be, like, dicks to Americans. But, I mean, like, they have lawyers for everything there. So, like, you would get legal advice... And you would probably threaten to sue. And um, that, to me, is probably where that comes from. And if Jack backs up Christian, there's no lawsuit. I can imagine that with Jack changing his story, there's going to be a lawsuit. Yeah. Um, so the patient is... Uh, the husband is threatening to sue. Um, does husband have a page? Yeah, yeah, husband has a page. Yeah, I've just... Uh, they're Matt Moore. Um, uh Let's see. They acknowledge each other. I don't know. <laughs> Here we go. Beth's husband. <laughs> also known as husband. <laughs> Mr. Beth. <laughs> the character creditor's husband was married to Beth, a patient who died. He was threatening to sue the hospital, but may have been convinced otherwise. There's trivia for Beth's husband. <laughs> They were married on April the 3rd. <laughs> Trivia. The actor who plays the role of husband also plays Travis in Collision. Oh, of course he does. So, Did you know that? <laughs> which is an episode of Lost Collision. So maybe we have to connect two and two. Maybe Travis is 
the same character. Yeah, he, he went on and had a collision after he lost <laughs> Beth. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I love Beth's husband. Does pain. Beth have an article? <laughs> well, that would be a bit of a dick move to Beth if um, <laughs> if Beth's husband... Does anesthesiologists have an article according <laughs> to... <laughs> head, oh, head doctor, maybe. No, anesthesiologist is different, right? Is it not? <laughs> oh, yeah, anesthesiologist. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. You were the best last week. An anesthesiologist was present during the surgery performed <laughs> by Jack on Beth. <laughs> They've got a picture. <laughs> they can't even see the face. Who's the actor who plays it? Unknown? Michael Adams. Oh, Michael Adams. I said that before, didn't I? Michael Adams. He's esteemed. It says, see, see also, anesthesiologist in Man of Science, Man of Faith. <laughs> anesthesiologist in The Incident. Oh, I, I much prefer the one in uh, Man of Science, Man of Faith. But much more believable as anesthesiologist. Name, unknown. <laughs> Do you think there is literally somebody who goes through every single episode and is like, oh, man in background on plane. Man in background on plane was in the episode, all the best cowboys have daddy issues. <laughs> he was sitting in the background. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, Michael Adamschick portrayed Adam, uh, anesthesiologist in all the best cowboys and the lottery official in numbers. And everybody hates Hugo. <laughs> uh, so here's... Do you think they purposely like got actors back just to mess with those like hardcore fans who thought everything was connected and stuff like that? Or is that they just can't find anyone else there in Hawaii? Like they're literally the, the acting pool in Honolulu is not that big. Well, this is sad for anesthesiologist who went from a doctor. Did he also get fired when Christian got fired? Was he drunk? After that, he becomes a lottery official. Like, that's a bit of a downgrade. Well, we like to have those connections, don't we? We did that in um, Double Oz. Available now by iTunes, but like when we would talk about like uh, all the the actors who would come back and <laughs> play different things. He's got a photo. We're just laughing because I showed Ben a picture. Photo. Head doctor. Head doctor. A head doctor chaired the committee looking into the death of Beth. <laughs> the death of Beth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. We shouldn't. This no. is this is going on too long. This is but. so bad. But like, who cares? We lost. Lost Pedia, not Lost uh, Wiki. We got the, the rivals. They, uh, they rock, though. You are amazing. Pick your game up, Lost Wiki. Uh, uh, so, uh, we learned that the patient was pregnant. Oh, there's your connection to the episode. Um, the patient was pregnant that Jack let die. Um, okay, because Claire's pregnant. Yeah. Got yeah. it. <laughs> um, My baby. We have Christian making a statement to the panel. And then... <gasps> Jack changes his statement and tells him Christian was drunk. Um, Plot twist. Yeah, it's, it's hard, but, you know, he did the right thing, I guess. But We never see the in-between, do we? Like, we never see the confrontation between Christian and Jack post this. Uh, no, I think we do get some scenes later on. Okay. Um, Before he goes to Sydney, I mean. Yeah, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think season three, episode one might be set after this. I'm trying to get the timeline in my head. Um, so it's kind of a shorter flashback um, compared to last week. But, um, yeah, it's hard. I think he did the right thing, but uh, had to turn on his father, who is a dick to him, but he's also always tried to do right by him. I think at the end of the day, like, kind of going back to what you said about it, it all would depend on your relationship with your father. Like, I mean... <sighs> I wouldn't do that to my father because I have a good relationship with my father and 
my dad's not a surgeon, he's a painter. So <laughs> <laughs> You killed a pregnant woman by putting the wrong paint in the wall. Oh, well. <laughs> like, um, Most painters probably do show up to work drunk anyway. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be weird not to. I'd, I'd report with my dad. My dad showed up sober to work today. What? <laughs> Um, I thought the walls looked good today. Uh, no, like, uh, yeah, I, I think as you said, like he's been a dick to him, but he's always kind of looked out for him. I mean, there's there's a difference between characters in shows and movies where it's like a dad who's a dick for just being a dick, a la Locke's dad, or a dad who's a dick but does it for the reasons that that's where. Yeah, the, what does he say? He wants to s- turn something into steel or something? Yeah, yeah, soft something. So into steel. You're a soft metal. I want to turn into steel, and it's like. This is the thing, like, sometimes these relationships between father and son, that, that plays out that way, whereas sometimes you get a Jack who questions it, and sometimes you get, I don't know, somebody who's just a complete rebel against the whole thing, and they just hate each other. So, yeah. that's what makes it good, it's that middle ground between the pair. And I mean, it's probably not that unrealistic as well. I'm sure there's people who work, like, high-stress jobs in important positions like Christian, who probably do struggle with, like, family life and... yeah. When they're doing a job like that, and for sure, got a lot of importance on them. Um, and you have, you always have those ones too. Like, you know, it's like police will always have a certain crime that is more personal to them. Like, if you're if you're a police officer, and yeah, you're we a, see that with Anna Lucia, yeah, lost. Or, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, if you're a parent, you're going to take ch- crimes to do with children a lot more to heart, or things like that. So, and we've all got that vice. We've all got things that tug at our heartstrings. So, um, I think that. You know, it's it's. This is where kind of going back to saying about how it's written and and how it kind of develops with these characters and like whether or not this might not be the most important flashback to what we're seeing. It's still as Jack's background and seeing where Jack's coming from. Uh, I mean, this is where these all the flashbacks, all the majority of flashbacks, uh, are important to the characters, except for tattoo storylines. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I feel for Christian. He's not. A well, he shouldn't have drunk and had surgery. <laughs> He's not a good person, but, like, you know, he ends up drinking himself to death and, you know, he doesn't have the heart to tell Jack that he's right. And I do feel sympathise a bit with Christian. Um, Stubborn. They're they're very stubborn individuals. Yeah. Because um, we never get a conclu- we never get a no. well a conclusion scene between the two. Well, no, in the I last in episode, the finale, yeah, we do. But um, you don't get that, like, oh, I'm sorry, son, I'm sorry. That's what soy is for. <laughs> yeah, but you know, Jack turns into a hippie in the last few seasons, <laughs> anyway. So, it's so always going to be downhill for Jack. <laughs> Jack the hippie. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to hippie Jack. Um, <laughs> but anyway, back to the island proper. We have uh, Locke is come back to the cave after Jack's taken off. Um, but it doesn't matter because Locke's going to catch up to Jack with his newfound legs. <laughs> he's the same bolt speed. Yeah, he's loving it. Um, so they're putting together a search party. Who could you think might want to join a search party to go out and help? <laughs> he's and literally uh, there, like straight away. Locke walks in the cave. I think you're trying to rescue someone. I'll do it. Boone! Then I join Boone. Yeah, Boone's joining the search party. You know, I would expect anything less from Boone. Um, <laughs> and, you know, Michael wants to join, but he's not even allowed. Like, I would trust Michael. <laughs> Boone stole the water. Boone um, let someone drown. <laughs> yeah, Joanna drowned and he stole water, but, you know, they're not letting Michael go. I love Shannon's little quote. Oh, there's no uh, helicopters. <laughs> no search. You know, do you think there's maybe a bit of internal racism here? Because... <laughs> No, do you remember, you know, Michael said, oh yeah, I'm going to go into the cave and help Jack. Oh no, you can't do that. Oh, I'm going to go and help with the search party. Oh, why don't you go south? 
<laughs> Maybe it's not Korean people. But <laughs> it's white Americans. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, look, you can read it that way if you want to. But, um, I mean, it just... Look, as, as much as we joke about Boone little puppy dog Boone ready to go, uh, let's just clarify at this point. Remember this moment where Boone has volunteered... This is the Boone Lock romance. Also, the beginning of the end for Boone. <laughs> but like Boone and Cliffs later on, planes but like it, might not have happened if at this moment yeah, Lock shut beach. down Boone and uh, Michael, Michael went. Along. went. <laughs> then the whole thing changed. Walt never gets abducted. Boone never dies. A so. butterfly flaps its wings. Yeah. <laughs> a moth. A moth. <laughs> so just like little oh, Boone, we love Boone. you, little puppy dog Boone. I help. I help. It's but, like, all his own fault. <laughs> Or if he was just at the beach or just, oh my God. But having said that though, and the flip side of that, had Boo not gone along, had Michael gone along, maybe Michael would have been more loyal to Locke and not requested to go back. So therefore <laughs> so he wouldn't have thrown the torch at him and then we wouldn't have seen Richard in the ground. The hatch. Definitely. Richard Hatch. Oh. Just the, the, the joke's <laughs> died, Ben. Just stop trying to bring it back. <laughs> it was never a lie. It was never a thing. <laughs> Um, Desmond yeah. Hatch Desmond's Hatch uh, Then who knows what happens uh, Maybe oh. they just all get murdered by the others It's the beginning of the end for Boone Yeah so Boone's going along with Locke And you know Boone is always going to join for a search party <laughs> Who else is always going to join on a search party And invite themselves along Yes Kate she's coming too <laughs> Literally Locke basically says oh, I thought you might <laughs> You. Um, <laughs> All right, who is that? Okay, Kate Boone, Michael, you can't. <laughs> you don't even need to volunteer. We know it's going to be you guys. It's all good. Yeah, Boone, there's no way you're not going to let yourself come. Kate, you're always coming. You're always inviting yourself. Sorry, Michael. But like, like, I'll make it up to you later. You've got to say, though, like he says, oh, the more will slow us down. Okay, yes, in a way. But at the same time, like you're saying like, oh, you go south, we'll go north. Who's going east? Who's going west? Like, yeah. I mean, you know, come on. What's Sullivan doing? And What's Doug doing? It's kind of a dick. Yeah, maybe Steve, Scott, Sullivan and yeah. uh, Doug, they're going east. But they're playing golf. It's kind of a dick <laughs> move for uh, Locke because he knows that they're going north. Like, yeah. he's making Michael trek through the jungle for no point at all. Um, so it's kind of a dick move. But also, now that I'm thinking about it, last time Locke invited Michael along... He kind of got hit by a boar and slowed everything down. So, I mean, there's a reason. And he also, I guess, probably likes Walt, but he knows that his dad's a bit of a dick, like, won't let him hang out, because he's probably got that vibe, like, well, you don't trust me, because you won't let me be with your son. Locke has so many young male apprentices, I'm getting a bit worried about. He's <laughs> a little uh, Padawan learners. <laughs> he's got Walt, Charlie, Boone. I'm a bit worried about old Locke's army. <laughs> old Gummy Joe's army. And he's young, young boyish. <laughs> like, they're all... <laughs> I'm not going to go there, but... Um... You leave old Gummy Joe alone. <laughs> Joe alone. Yeah. I'll let him do his running. Uh, so, the team meet up with Jack. I mean... Jack's pretty slow if they... He's too busy standing there daydreaming. (laughs) That's why they catch up to him. Yeah, they come back and Jack's face is just like... (laughs) In a flashback. You hear a... We need that sort of side of Lost. Just watching them in a flashback. (laughs) I mean, Locke, really, his running must be amazing if he can get back to the cave, get a team, and then run and catch up to Jack. Yeah. Uh, Michael's angry that he's shut down by Locke. Um... And then we have them kind of argue, I'm going to go south. And then we have Hurley uh, 
Back home, I'm known as something of a warrior myself. <laughs> I love Walt's face. Like, like uh, I hate Walt, but like his face there is like, like whatever. What? <laughs> um, you know. Then we have Jack and Locke arguing a bit. Kind of the first of the Jack and Locke rivalry, kind of starting here. Uh, and we get Kate telling Jack off for being a dick to Locke. Um, like, Kate, Kate's secret love for Locke. <laughs> yes. the next guy. The, the, what's a five? Like, like, instead of love quadrangle, it's a whatever a five oh, we is. Got Saeed, we got uh, Sawyer, we've got Jack, and now we've got Locke in there. Probably having a go at Boone somewhere <laughs> in the jungle. Um, Boone's like, I'll join in. No, you won't, Boone. It's okay. Kate uh, telling Jack off, like, why do you have to do this? Jack's like, what? This? <laughs> or that? Like, um... Locke finds Charlie's L that he has from his late on the fingers, and we see that he's leaving a trail, um, which is either Ethan or Charlie doing it. Um, do we never find out what no, that is? But do we, we don't need. It. Then all the people on the internet. Oh, unanswered question. I love the little flashback though we get in the middle of it to remind the oh, viewers. Remember oh. when he wrote this on his wrists? <laughs> yeah, because we had no idea what that was. Um, thanks. <laughs> um, and then. All right, there's two trails. I oh, know they're going to have to split up. Of course, Jack. I'll take Kate. <laughs> um, and then Boone, of course. I'll take Locke. Oh, Locke. I'll take Boone. Um, but <laughs> He's like, I'll take Boone. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you know, they have to split up, but only one person knows tracking. Oh, no. Who else could possibly? Oh, yes. Kate, our lead female. <laughs> she knows tracking as well. Of course she does. Um, Always somebody has to know something on the island. Uh, Jack. Uh, we've got two trackers now. Um, Jack's a real dick to Kate this episode because uh, then we get I mean I'm just kind of skipping a bit here but we get to their scene where Jack's like how do you know tracking and then he's like just give me something honest for once what did you do you had your chance to know um, so he's a bit of a dick to Kate this episode um, we have Walt hanging out with Sawyer <laughs> random <Yeah. laughs> um, and then we get it's stupid to lie about your name um, I like that and then we have uh, here's our we have a connection to 007 actually here uh, one of our other shows because he says alrighty Tattoo uh, to Walt and Tattoo is the name of the small guy from Fantasy Island who will be played by uh, what's the actor's name? Uh, Hervey Her- 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 yeah. Nicknack Hervey Shevers or something am I making that up? Yeah, uh, Nick Dack from The Man with the Golden Gun. So there's our little uh, 007 connection there. Download now via iTunes and <laughs> uh, And kind of Walt's saying that there are other people on the island because Saeed said there was. Saeed's oh. back. But I don't get it. Sawyer doesn't believe there's others. But he heard that he was there in the French transmission hike. He heard that there were other people on the island. So Yeah, um, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, and I love that, you know, he's talking about what he calls Charlie a pregnant woman and a a reject from VH1 has been. Great line. Uh, yeah. And he learns Saeed is about Saeed's back. And what, as you said, why am I getting my, uh, the evening news from a six year old? I'm I'm 10. 10. (laughs) Love that line. So great Sawyer moments there. Um, so they're split up and we have Boone and he's tying the red shirts. I love this interaction so much. Uh, I like Boone and Locke. Yeah, even Boone though the bastard gets him killed, but like <laughs> I just love the meta ness of Lost, and they're talking about red shirts because Boone is pretty much a glorified red shirt. <laughs> um, the subtle line about oh, on Star Trek, the red shirts always die. Yeah, uh, oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I this, I think this is a good moment to bring up this stat. 
Um, so here we go from Lostpedia. Boone uh, originally Boone did not go along with Locke. <laughs> Two new characters, Arthur and Sullivan. Ah, oh. perhaps the Sullivan from Solitary went with him instead. Well, that would have been better. <laughs> Boone would still be alive. <laughs> Don't you love? Because you remember a few episodes back with the asthma spotline. It was originally not Boone and Shannon. That really says something about Boone and Shannon <laughs> that they were going to introduce four new characters rather than use Boone and Shannon. But this is this is the thing that I remember saying to you last year about like Boone and Shannon, and like this is I guess kind of our ongoing joke with these two, is that they are so underused and like, like what like do they just hide them because they're pretty faces and they just can't find anything to do with them because we know Emma, Ian Summerholder and Maggie Grace are hot, so like is that literally the young hot people that they had to do and then they realise. <laughs> Well, there's nothing really we can do with them. They're brother and sister, but no, they're not really because they'll sleep with each other. But um, plot twist, they're not really brother and sister, so they're allowed to. Um, so, oh, let's push him off a cliff. Let's have her have sex with the Iraqi. Uh, and then basically that's all we're going to do with them. Because, like, I don't know, like, it just to me seems like they're so wasted. But having said that, they were probably two of the ones that went out of this show with the biggest stars and went on to do quite big things. So, yeah, so it worked out all right. Uh, I just, I still, but like, I just wish they used them more. <laughs> I mean, I did like the idea that they had on these early episodes of having guest like guest stars in Lost as island survivors who yeah. would just have one episode and then you wouldn't see them again. Um I like the idea, but when you already have a cast of 15 people, you can't really do that. Um cuz this was like unprecedented to have such a big cast. Um so and as you said like the fact that they are literally getting the B character storylines so they're all sitting around the table read like okay Sullivan and Arthur <laughs> oh guys uh, we have enough from Boone and Shannon or, oh yeah uh, shit alright uh, scrap Arthur and Sullivan uh, Boone role, yeah. Did, do you think though that with that red shirt line again it's not like we're spotted 20 times already this episode Boone's gonna die soon <laughs> do you think that that was subtly put in like uh, red shirts always die ooh yeah, I think it's supposed to be a kind of either foreshadowing or just the idea that Boone is not such a big character in the show. Uh, I like it, though. They're talking about red shirts and like actually acknowledging that because that's like a common TV trope for people to talk about TV. Oh, look at the red shirts. But now they're actually bringing that into Because, I mean, the people who made this show were nerds. They're just like us. Though. They liked Star Wars and TV shows. And that's why I like Lost because it... It's almost like a TV show made by fans for fans, kind mm. of. Um, Not just like TV executives. Yeah. You know? um, and I love the fact that we find that the Boone's a bit of a geek. He's a liberal. He goes to rallies yeah. and he watches Star Trek. Star Trek. Um, yeah, he still calls him the boy, the guy with the pointy ears. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't even know his name. No, you, you realise he's not like a super fan. He literally just pops up everywhere like a convention. I'll be at a convention. <laughs> I, I watch Star I'll Trek. Go. Yeah, red shirts, they die all the time. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah, but, you know, I think that Locke would actually be more likely to be a Star Trek fan of a Boone. Cause, He's a yeah, Drive Shaft fan. He likes music better. Like, how many, yeah, how many, like, how old is Boone? Like, 23 or something? How many 23-year-olds, like, tennis-playing wedding <laughs> operators in 2004 were Star Trek fans? Like, so there wasn't really, I mean, 2004, I think, like, Voyager had finished, was Enterprise yeah, still I mean, on? Like, Star Trek's, like, in nowadays, but... Like this, it wasn't really a thing. I mean, you had bad movies, yeah, and not for like twenty somethings in yeah. two thousand four. Like, but Locke would have been around to see like all. Geek the Star wasn't Trek. cool, really. Two thousand four. No, now like you're lame if you don't like Star Trek. But I'm lame. Then. I like I like um I like Boone's little background here, where we learn a little bit about what he does. Because all we know yeah. him is a lifeguard. 
Yeah, that's the only thing we've learnt so far. And then he loves him. to do everything. But yeah, he goes to rallies. He works at a uh, wedding thing. And I like Locke's line of who's running it now? Because it kind of does make you think like, oh yeah. Yeah. Like all of these characters gone. Like what's happening in the real world now? Like, because you imagine people are searching like crazy for well, this plane. We well, saw that in real life. We have with the the Malaysia Airlines yeah. one. So, I mean, this is... Do you not sometimes think that that Malaysia Airlines one, they're stuck on an island somewhere? They're lost. Smoke <laughs> monsters and stuff like that. I mean, they could be. You never know. Um, probably not. Yeah, because they weren't going the other way. They went the other way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we get the birth of the Lock and Boone relationship. No... Um, and Boone doesn't believe that he worked in a box company. Well, we learned this is the first time we hear, don't we, that I'm an original supervisor for. A yeah, I don't know if in Walkabout, like you can see or something, or in if, boxes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he must work for a box company. There's boxes near him. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't believe it either. Um, still think it's cool that Hurley owns that box company. Um, back on the island, we have Sawyer confronting Saeed. Uh, Saeed tells Sawyer about uh, Danielle, the French chick. Sawyer, uh, and then there's a little line where Sawyer tells that the tide is coming up to the beach, which I like that because in, I think, the next episode, there's going to be a plot line about moving off the beach. So I like that they, they're they doing a good job of, remember in The Moth, we have the introduction of Charlie's kind of drug thing. Uh, a confidence man, we have like Saeed's kind of introduction of torturing someone. Um so we have these kind of uh, raised by another. We had the introduction of uh, e- solitary. We had the introduction of Ethan before raised by another, and now this episode we have the introduction of the tide before that's going to play in next episode. So I love that they really go into the effort of this kind of continuity. The how like tides go in and out. Yeah, but this happened in real life. This plotline was written in because. The beach was getting washed up and all the fuselage right. was going to go. Like I love they had to write it in for real life. They had to move the set. So all the skeletons that are burnt yes. in that set. Thank God. Joining Joanna out at sea. <laughs> Rest in peace, Joanna. Um, we have a nice, fun little scene of Hurley and Walt playing backgammon. I got ahead um, of myself last episode. It's this episode. Yeah. And I, I love this line because they're still getting to know each other. He says, my dad said I'm the luckiest person alive. Not Michael. Brian, my other dad. Do you think Hurley's thinking they're like, Michael gay. is gay? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Because he says, not Michael. Brian, my other dad. <laughs> there, there's a plot line there. Like, dude, you gay? <laughs> they're, like, they're like a funny Hurley plot line where Hurley's like... Because I imagine like Hurley, he's, he's a pure soul. But I could see maybe Hurley being one of those kind yeah. of homophobic people. Just because he doesn't met anyone who's gay before. Didn't we establish this in one of the episodes before? There isn't really like a gay character in Lost. Whereas yeah, like, like, you know, where's the gay B plot line of Michael? So like, I mean, I could imagine Hurley. Hurley, he's n- not really met gay people. He's maybe a bit homophobic. Um, <laughs> you know, so Boone's going to pop up. I'll be, I'll be gay. I'm gay. I can be gay. <laughs> I mean, I, I think Boone's probably bisexual. Oh, Boone's definitely bisexual. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, he's well, a liberal. Boone, Boone's one of those, like, douche bro. He's one of those douche bro cool guys who are like, oh, dude, you fag, and all this sort of stuff. And deep down, he's, like, going around, like, giving blowjobs to his, like, tennis Lock. friends. <laughs> <laughs> I looked into the eye of the island and it said that you sucked my doodle. (laughs) Get down on your knees. I'll do it. I'll do it. (laughs) I mean, I do like the kind of plot line of Boone starting with Jack early on 
And I'm like, <laughs> we know Do everything I? Jack says, and then kind of moving into lock. Uh, but <laughs> I, moving I w- into lock. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I would love a funny Hurley plotline though, where he goes around the island and like Michael's saying all these lines where Hurley, <laughs> you know, we're like in a sitcom or something. So Hurley thinks he's gay, like. So Michael's like, oh, we really need to get in on this pole or something. <laughs> he's building his showers. Like, we need to put this pole... Yeah, like, Michael's, like, having a shower in front of Hurley. All right, something. we need to make sure this is erect <laughs> yeah. so that it really... And, like, you just see Hurley, like... <laughs> and, like, Michael's in, like... Jack, can you just bend over down there for me so you can pick that <laughs> pole up? That's it. <laughs> yeah, like, like, Hurley can't hear what's happening in the shower. So he's like, Michael, oh... <laughs> Um, and like Hurley thinks he's gay or something. Oh, that's it, Jack. Oh, put it in there. That's it. Nearly there. Nearly there. Really? Oh, that's it. Oh, there we go. Bandaged up or something. <laughs> so yeah, I'd love the Hurley comedy plotline of thinking Michael's gay after he learns about Brian, my other dad. Um, God, Walt is so annoying with the rolling. Uh, like, oh, oh, come on, come on. Come yes. On. Shut up, Walt. Um, I love. I came seventeenth in the tournament. Seventeenth is not very good. Um, and then I love this line because we're talking about foreshadowing. You owe me twenty thousand dollars. You'll get, you'll it. get it. <laughs> That's so good because of course we just like assume. Like, uh, He's just being silly. Yeah, but they've set this up. They must have known they were getting renewed at this point if they're going to introduce that. But and, and also the fact too, it's kind of like how Walt's saying he's the luckiest, but then the flip side of that, like Hurley's very unlucky yeah. since he's you know won the yeah. Um, but I love that he says you'll get it. Uh, yeah, so we. We learn about Boone's wedding thing, and then we have Locke predicting the storm. Like I love that One scene. minute, give or take. I always love end of the world apocalypse island oh, weather. So do I with um, that rain. Uh, we have Jack and Kate hearing Claire screams. Uh, Jack falls down a cliff. <laughs> um, and then we have Ethan standing above him. Ethan is so menacing. in this. He's gone from Lance... To just the most menacing like guy around, twenty-seven year old. He's very <laughs> <laughs> he's fit. Twenty-seven. He's so tough though. Um, and in this stats here, uh, the info said that uh, Kate and Jack originally were going to come under a dart attack by Ethan, <laughs> but Damon Lindelof said that that was too cheesy. A dart attack. <laughs> Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, blow. That's when Hurley's in the background. Stop <laughs> blowing on me, Ethan. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, like Michael gets under attack. Oh, don't blow. He's gonna blow! Oh, it's on me! Um, but um, yeah, it says here. Ironically, they would later come under a dart attack by the others in the season two finale. Um, but I really like Ethan. That he at this point we don't know who the others are, and he really is like jungle madman. Like he's using like this brute force. And they said they didn't want him to use any karate or any trained. <laughs> they wanted it to be like just like savage. Um, 27 year old toughness <laughs> yeah um, so there's an awesome Jack Ethan fight it's pretty intense I love it like Lost does fights good I think yeah um, I love Ethan if you do not stop following me I will kill one of them E um, <laughs> don't don't follow following. me and you don't want to know what a boot I'm gonna do E um, sorry sorry E I love that line though <laughs> if you do not stop following me I yeah. will kill one of them it's so menacing my problem here is that, you know, we learn who the others are and season three we get the big opening, you know, where they're living in the house. I, I love that opening. Yeah. Um, down, and down. the big twist, yeah, uh, is that kind of the others just live in houses. They have book club. Uh, and I feel like a lot of people were disappointed by that. Um, really? Yeah, because they kind of set up early on, 
you know, they're walking through the jungle. The others, these got, they've got huts. They're like these scary people with beards. <laughs> uh, and I think a lot of people wanted them to be like these weird island savages. But my defense to the writers is that we met Ethan early on and we saw that he's just a guy. Like, he's just a normal guy. He's Lance. Like, I think it makes him more like menacing a, having like this little society. Yeah, it's like a weird cult thing. But yeah. he's there from the beginning. It's like, people are like, oh, but they were setting them up as savages. Yeah, they use savage techniques when they're fighting and stuff, but we've seen Ethan from episode nine. Like, he's yeah. just a normal guy. I've never thought about it that way, to be honest. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah I can kind of get that point in the finale when you got, you know, bearded weed man on the boat. We're going to have to take the boy. Like, yeah. you know, I can understand. Yeah, but like, why do they have a boat? If they're island savages and they've got, like, yeah. a motorboat, like, shouldn't they be on, like, rafts with, like, little tiki swords <laughs> or something like that? Like, I mean... I can, yeah. But I, I, I've never thought about it that way. I really like the execution of the others, how... We get first introduced to Ethan, then we slowly get the guys on the boat, and we slowly see that they've got these different techniques and different hearts, only to then get all of them in the new other turn. Like I love that. I think that was a, a successful kind of. I love that opening to season three. I fucking like just like it's so well done, and like that. I think of like iconic lost scenes. Yep. I just I love It'll that opening. But, yeah, no, I think it's done well. Um, and Ethan's great. I love that Ethan will actually appear in more episodes after he's died than in when he was alive. So, Isn't he, doesn't he, like, a doctor in a scene, like a flashback scene? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I love that, you know, Ethan is... I mean, I love that Lost is a show where people show up more after they've died than they have. Except for Boone. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Boone shows up. Uh, yeah, it does. Boone. But, like, it's still, you know, it's not like he becomes a regular. Like, it's not like <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi Boone. O- Obi Boone Kenobi. <laughs> Obi Boone Kenobi. Um, Use the force, Shannon. <laughs> Take off Saeed's pants. <laughs> but do you like the fight between those two? Oh, yeah, for sure. And, like, the thing that I think which is great about this fight is that um, you're going to, you kind of, like, look at the two and you think, oh, Jack's going to kick his ass. But, like, the big shocking thing to me is just how fucking tough Ethan is. Like, I mean... Ethan's a bot. Like, yeah, he is. Like, he absolutely owns Jack. And that's, like, the biggest thing to me, which is, like, again, this mystery of the others. Like, who are these people? Because, again, you expecting Jack to whoop this guy's butt, but he doesn't. And he soundly gets thrashed by... And that's what makes it scary. If our hero is getting, like, yeah. beaten up, then how are we ever going to fight these people? And this, this is exactly it. And it's kind of like, you, you're seeing even, like, Saeed, who, you know, this army soldier is kind of getting tied up by a French woman and, like, tortured. It's kind of like, well, what are these... What have we got to expect for our hero and the gang, you know? So And we'll see the others getting even more menacing when we meet Anna Lucia's crew. But Ethan is scary. That dude is like... When he says that line, I'll kill one of them. Um, I, I love Jack's solution to fighting the others. It's just to sleep with one of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> eh, we'd, we'd do it. <laughs> Juliet, Juliet. Mm. I would. I love Juliet. I can't wait till we get to Juliet. Really? Oh, like you, you, like, <laughs> you seem to like the people that I. Do. I mean, I don't think you like anyone that I dislike. I mean, I'm probably not that big on Anna Lucia. I think you like Anna Lucia, but I mean. Um, don't say that too soon. No, people won't listen to the rest. <laughs> yeah, but I, I love Juliet. I'm a big is, Juliet like, fan. You like a lot of, like most things you like, you like a lot of things that other people don't like and they're going to hear that and, oh, Ben likes that. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Don't but when know. we get to Juliet, she's got a big fan base. Does so, she really? Yeah. yeah. So. Well, I mean, I didn't realise that people didn't like Kate. So, I mean, that was people kind hate of... hate Kate. You know, I didn't, no, I like Kate. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, she's... Um, I like her more than Jack in this episode. 
I like Jack and the Flash, but... Uh, so, Jack chases after Ethan, um, and they find Charlie hanging out. This is scary. Like, him, like, up in the trees on those reeds. Like, he's blindfolded. Like, Ethan is just a boss. How like, did he do that so quickly? Well, I think he, when Ethan comes back, he has... Um, he has... Already done it. Yeah. So, how the fuck does Charlie survive? <laughs> he's been hanging that long. Well, I don't think it's been that long, but um, I wonder if Ethan got help. Like, it's not—it's not an unanswered question, but I just wonder if he did do this by himself. Maybe. Um, I just love how everything's going pear shaped because Ethan, we see, has been there from like day three or something. Like Ben instructed him to go straight away. Uh, we see that in that opening scene that we mentioned before. Um, you're a tail survivor. Go. Yeah. You're that. Yeah. Yeah. And Goodwin goes to the tail. Yeah. I really like how we see that bit too. Um. Yeah, you know, Ethan's been there for so long, but now it's, like, going pear-shaped for him. Like, all this is happening, and now, like, it's all going to shit. And this is what makes these two episodes exciting, because it's like, now things are really happening. Uh, that will kind of be lost next week with a storyline about a suitcase. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, Charlie's hanging up. They cut him down. He's out cold. <sighs> Jack tries to bring him back. This is intense. Um, I... I have to say, I think they should have let him die. <laughs> but like, I like Charlie. Just bear with me. I think the shock value is there when we think oh. he's dead. Yeah. And, like, to me, this is where it's, like, you've obviously got to suspend belief because it's a TV show. I'm no doctor. I don't, like, I think doctors are watching this going, no. Like, <laughs> I mean, he is, like, Charlie's got he's chest is caved in. He's got broken rib after... He's punching the absolute shit out of him. And the thing is, like, he's out for a good five, ten minutes, not breathing, brain damage. Like, he's like... Like, he's not, like... These five seconds later, he's fine. Like, like I think for shock value... And I think maybe if this was done ten years later, he would have died. Yeah, um, but, like... And I'm not saying kill Charlie because I don't like Charlie. I mean, our first major character death is Boone. Spoiler alert, Boone's going to die soon. But, like, I mean, would, do you not feel this would have been a more no. of an effective way of, like, killing someone off straight away? Like, because you, you're assuming he's going to survive at this point. I can see what you're saying, but I thought you meant, like, Jack should have let... Jack and Kate No, 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 no. Yeah. I don't think you should have let him. I just think that... I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Charlie! Oh, he's dead! Where's Claire? You, I thought you liked Charlie! Um, <laughs> no, I can definitely see what you're saying. Um, but, you know... When TV shows do fake out deaths of main characters, I think we can always tell. And we're not smart. It's just you can always tell, oh, they're not going to die. Um, but I think the threat was there because, A, it was early on. We didn't know the show. B, he was the biggest star coming into this show. And this was straight after Lord of the Rings. So it made sense that, oh, maybe they were just going to get Dominic Monaghan on for half a season and then he would go off and be a big movie star. Like It made sense that maybe this was like their stunt casting and then he had to leave. Also, he had had his flashback at this point. And also, he was kind of a beloved character. So, it was like, it would really have that shock value. Um, so, I think it's believable. Like, I can't remember if I thought he was going to die. I probably did think he was going to die. I probably thought right now, oh, Charlie's dead. And I've watched videos on YouTube of like, you know, live reactions of... And most people who watch this think this is it for Charlie. He's dead. Um, yeah, I can see both sides of it. Because I think also him coming back has got that, like, oh, my God. Oh, for sure it does. It's I got that, oh, yeah. my God. I thought they were about to kill Charlie. Oh, my God. 
and it brings that threat level in. But also, yeah, imagine how much we would have hated the others and Ethan if they did kill Charlie off. Yeah. I, I just, I just feel like that's the point where you need to kill someone off. And like, I mean, if it's if you don't want to kill Charlie, off, like, and you're going to kill Boone off first, you know, you're going to kill like make that. But I don't know. But like. I mean, like, as you kind of said, like, the whole fake-out death, like, I mean, I think the one I always sticks in my mind is in season two of 24 with Jack Bauer when his heart stops beating at the end of the episode, and they literally did an ad. I, I never forget the ad on Channel 7. One thing we will guarantee you is at the end of this episode, Jack Bauer will die. <laughs> and it's like, holy fuck! <laughs> like, <laughs> he's dead for five seconds because his heart stops beating. Like, and then, like, they bring him back straight away, whereas, like, this one, like, again, it's kind of... The thing, like, I agree with you, the shock value of him, like, being alive, because, like, the way they kind of, he stops, Kate's crying, there's the music, we've and got they, the... like, zoom out, so it looks and like there's the theme. Go conf- the dun, yeah, life dun, and death. Dun. Like, yeah, thank you. When he's banging, oh, my God. He's dead, intense. like, straight away, you think he's dead, he's like, no, no, and, like, I mean, like, you can hear the thud, the thud, like, he has got broken ribs. I mean, yeah, I think if he died there, but I think, you know how they zoom out, and yeah. it's like, and you think it's going to cut to commercial, and Charlie's dead, like... Silent clock. Yeah, uh, but then it doesn't even go to commercial. It just comes back down. Jack goes at it again, and Kate's there crying, and he comes back. I think that scene is more powerful and memorable than... Well, maybe not memorable if he died, but I think that and then waiting a bit, having that fake out, because then it, when we get to Boone, it makes you think, oh, well, maybe Boone's not going to die, because Charlie's survived. <laughs> um, Boone! But we should... Yeah, I, I can see definitely both sides. Yeah. But I'm glad they didn't because Charlie... I mean, imagine if he died here. We missed the greatest TV death in history of TV. Yeah, for so. sure. Like, I mean, there's there's nothing more powerful than Charlie's ultimate death. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, I don't think we've fucking done it already. But, like, yeah, like, I mean, that that scene, like, you talk about getting teared up in the Sawyer Jack bit. Like, yeah. I can think of not Penny's boat right now and so, just want to cry. If Charlie was gone, we would have missed that. Um, True. But let's just talk about the scene as a whole because we talked about, like, yeah, Charlie, not he doesn't die. He comes back, but... This is so powerful. Oh, yeah. The music, the... Dun, dun, Potential dun, top five dun. moment for the yeah, end of the season. Yeah, it will be in my least short list. The intensity of Jack Bang, come on! The acting's it's brilliant just, here. Yeah, Even everyone. Evangeline Lilly. Yeah, from, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's great because it just brings out the feels when they're playing life and death. You think he's dead and it's it's kind of... It hurts us watching Jack do that because it's like... We're with Kate there. It's like, Jack, please. Yeah. He Stop died. And him. Jack's just like going at it. It's just, it's hard to watch. Um, and you have Kate, Jack. And then her crying is really good. Like, Avengers, really, she, she has some bad stuff next episode in her flashback. Some bad acting. But she's great here. Yeah. Jack's intensity and matched with his flashback of not wanting to have someone die. Like, Jack's thing is he always wants to save people. Um, and, you know... The music, and just the fact that, as we said, they stop, and uh, we're like, oh, that's it. And then, bang, bang, <laughs> and he comes back. It's Yeah, this is one of my favourite all-time scenes. If you right now stop breathing, and I was trying to save you, and I keep punching the shit out of your chest, and you don't come back to life, I'm suing, like, J.J. Abrams. <laughs> oh, uh, come on, you know? come on. <laughs> just, let's, I just want to see the realistic, because he's punching his chest so hard, blood starting to pour out of his mouth, <laughs> his chest caved in. <laughs> like, Jack actually even kills if, him. Even if he, like, wakes up, he's got a punctured lung. <laughs> <laughs> Jack is the one to kill Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Right? Oh, for sure. It's Absolutely. so powerful. Um 
yeah, uh, intense. It's probably the first like real intense scene we've had in quite a while. I think, right? Yeah, probably since um, no one says no to me, or what is what is not someone says no to me. <laughs> that's um, that's oh a Green God. Goblin in Spider Man. Um, don't tell me what I can't. Do. Don't tell me what I can't do. <laughs> Come back here. This is my destiny. No one says no to me. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> Green Goblin in our uh, fucking Spider Man. That's one. the most butchered line since Nadia written in Arabic. See you in another life, brother. I don't remember shit. You called me dumb like two episodes ago. You're the dumb one. Thanks. <laughs> oh, God. I'm never going to let that one go down, am I? No one says no to me. I used it in Kill Phil too. Come on. It's an iconic Spider-Man line. God, that dumb line. I apologize. <laughs> Brother. Obviously, that's affected you. <laughs> As what? We're four episodes later. Um, Boo didn't say it, so I don't remember it. So then the last scene, well, Charlie and that, they've come back to camp. They've given up on Claire. Um, <laughs> yeah, stuff Claire. He My didn't baby. see or hear anything. They only wanted Claire. So it brings up the mystery of, like, what do they really want? Um, and then we have Locke and Boone. They're still out searching. Oh, Gummy Joe, he never gives up. Uh, but Boone, for once in his life, has given up. He wants to go back. Boone, what's happened? Even Boone, the little puppy dog, needs <laughs> yeah. to sleep every now so and then. So that's a sign that, like, they really need to give up now. Uh, and Boone's going to head back, so Locke throws him the torch, dun-dun-dun, lands on a piece of metal, Clunk. what the hell, rain coming down, um, could it be a piece of the plane, apparently not, um, what is this, well, that's what we're going to find out, the hands, such an iconic scene of them, and this introduces probably the biggest mystery, and we won't talk about it much now, because we're going to have a lot to talk about it, but pretty much the biggest mystery of season one, and the thing that had everyone talking, and I'm glad they didn't go show too much to start with. If it's just a little cliffhanger, but you know, it's about time we le- landed on a cliffhanger. We've we had one last week, but other, we're not ending on a song montage. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the introduction of the hatch was just going to be fun to get into. Um, but yeah, so already great scene in this show, great fight, great flashback. But then we introduction of a huge mystery, which you know everyone was talking at the end of Raised by Another, but now everyone's talking about at the end of All the Best Cowboys, thinking, what the hell did they just find? Yeah. Um, so great little ending, I think. Well, it's got Boone in it, so it's even better. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 great, and um, I think I remember watching this going like, oh cool they found metal in the ground you know, <laughs> uh, I, to me it wasn't like oh okay i don't think it's more of a thing until we see like a door you yeah, know like, which we'll get i think next episode yeah um so yeah all the best cowboys have daddy issues a bit longer i think this time but there was just so much to talk about on this one um yeah so that's a good episode shall we get into some of our questions and our go answers? for it uh What's the metal thing in the ground? Well, I think we can just say <laughs> what's in the hatch because we're going to get answered next what what the metal thing is okay. next episode. So I think we should can just skip ahead and say what's in the hatch. What's in the hatch? What's in the Richard? Ha! Um, that's <laughs> all I've really... I got who was Ethan, but we already covered that with who are yeah, the, the others. others. So, Did you have anything else? Does Charlie have brain damage on a broken <laughs> rib? <laughs> um, no. Uh, what's, what's Boone's wedding business sort of? <laughs> yeah, we'll get that. You know, we want to really nitpick it, but yeah, I think the obvious one is what's what's that? What does the Asian shirt say? <laughs> yes. Um, oh god. Um, I think there is an answer to that. Will Hurley give the twenty thousand dollars to Walt? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> one thing here that's fun is when Jack is trying to revive Charlie, he hits him in the chest twenty three times. Yeah, he has got some damage. Um. 
Come here now. I'm going to punch you in the chest 23 <laughs> times really hard and see if it doesn't affect you at all. But, I mean, that's uh, 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. So that's... I don't think that's oh, intentional, but right. it's kind of cool, though. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much the only trivia here. But there was something I read about Boone's shirt, seeing as we brought it up. But Is it, does it your friend in the book say anything? Or? Oh, maybe. Yeah, well, it might have been that, but I don't have it with me. Um... This is an interesting one. Uh, the name of the title is a reference to All the Best Cowboys Have Chinese Eyes, which is an album by Pete Townsend, who is from The Who. Um, so, yeah, interesting. I didn't know that All the Best Cowboys Have Chi- Chinese Eyes. Yeah. Is that, I'm saying that correctly? I'm not being racist or anything? No, All the Best. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and then references to Star Trek, Fantasy Island, Hansel and Gretel, VH1. Um, Hansel and Gretel? The trail left behind. Oh, right. Uh, so, yeah, that's that. Um, so, then I guess we get into our ratings, if you don't have anything else. So, you buy it if you loved it. Um, rent it if you thought it had some good stuff, some bad stuff. And bin it if it was a bad episode, like The Moth. Uh, so, <laughs> what are you going to do, Ben? I think I'm going to buy it. I think it's, um, you know, it's the powerful scene alone there with him getting chest injuries is pretty... Uh, powerful and I mean the flashback's good I enjoy the flashback and just kind of the mystery involved and this is what I guess Lost turns into isn't it a real mystery show so and like setting up this whole hatch flash sort of not sort of flash but you know what I mean like the, the hatch element to this series and then kind of what that will play into it so um, yeah I think this is a definite buy uh, yeah I'm going to buy it also I mean I bought Solitary and Raised by Another and it's better than both of those episodes um you know, it's probably the first real action-packed episode that we had um, through this entire show. Like, one that's just from start to finish of just action, action, action. Um, so, you know, the flashback is fun. We got, um, you know, uh, the intense moment that you brought up, the introduction of the hatch. Ethan being menacing as hell. So, it's kind of... It's an important one in overall arch, and I think it's one of the better ones of season one. One, and I don't know if you agree, but we had the Holy Five. I think this is the only episode up until that point so far that has reached the level that's in the Holy Five that would sit in there. Do you th- would you? Because we bought Solitary, but I think this is the only one that feels up to that level of those yeah, first five. I'd agree with that. Um, so, yeah, all the best Cowboys have de- daddy issues. Best title in Lost ever, I think. Um, I'm just looking here. We talked about bad titles, some like at Hoth. Is that good or bad? I don't know. Um, so I'm laughing at it. <laughs> such good. Oh, I such like it. Bad. Everybody hates Hugo. I yeah. love that one. Uh, I haven't done my my kind of old 2014 ranking. Do you want to see them or? Uh, sure. I had all the best Cowboys at the 21st best episode of Lost. Oh, there you go. Um, uh, what else was there? Solitary. Confidence Man and Raised by Another. Um, Raised by Another, 53rd, so around halfway. Um, Solitary, where's that? Oh, God, this is bad podcasting. You you talk for a second. It's the Oz Network. People are used to bad podcasting. Solitary, 62, so nine below Raised by Another. So I bought Solitary, didn't I? And I yeah. rented. Rented. Wow. Um, and then the other one, Confidence Man... Wow, where is it? Didn't weren't confident in your. Didn't rank it. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't like it. No. Nah. 
Well, where's it, comfort? Oh. Are you confident you can find it? You could go control F, you realise. Can you? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a thing. <laughs> oh my God, this is the worst podcasting ever. Uh, no, we've done worse. Uh, Confidence man, 55. 55. I put it above the two that I bought. There you go. Well, you were feeling more generous back then when you yeah. did that. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, you haven't been to one yet. No, I haven't. Well, I mean, I, I don't. I honestly haven't gotten to a one that I'm. I mean, I, I was tempted to raise by another, but I don't think it was that bad. Oh, what? I mean, it was like middle road. Like I, I haven't you been to that and rented the moth. <laughs> I just, yeah. I mean, I didn't hate the moth as much as you did. I, I haven't kind of come to an episode. And like the only two episodes of like these rewatches that I've binned were really heavy on religious things and they just they shoved it down your throat it was kind of it got to a point where they took you away from the show and that you really were watching something different and i don't feel i've had that with lost yet where and i'm not just saying for the religious element i i to me they just steered a lot away and the thing with the particularly the nip tuck one that i binned is like our number one moment for that entire season on season two came from an episode that i binned and i agree that was the most important moment of the entire season so it still had important things in that episode that just the episode in general was just like ugh. so i i will be in episodes of lost yeah that's because obviously i know the individual episodes a bit better than you do but you've still seen the show a couple yeah. of times do you think there's going to be many episodes that will be actually uh, been i think there will be and i think kind of like it goes to show like similar what i'm saying with nip tuck and third watch is like you are more of a fan of the show. You know it back to front, so you kind of know what to expect with episodes. So you can bin an episode in season one because you can compare it to other ones. Just like I can bin an episode of Third Watch, which I know like the back of my hand because I know what I'm going to bin episodes based upon. So I think kind of, you know, for me where I'm more of a casual viewer of Lost because I've only sort of seen it twice, I'm still a fan of the show, uh, I can't right now think of episodes straight. I mean, even the tattoo episode, like, I mean, I've seen it twice, you know, and in the context of the grand scheme of things, I didn't watch that in the second time. I went, oh, this is terrible. Like, overall, I can think of why it is terrible, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think also when you like something more, you can also... You can be more critical of it. Yeah, because I, I enjoy The Moth. I can watch it. Um, we think of your favourite band, your favourite singer. Like, you can be... You you will have a your favourite band in the world. You're going to have songs that you really dislike, and yeah, you would like, well, this is a bad shit one. song. While people who aren't a big fan will just think, oh, that's... Yeah. That's an average one. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting. We're nearly at the halfway point, so maybe next week we can review... Uh, halfway through season one what we've done with all of them but yeah all the best cowboys have daddy issues so a recurring thing that happens in lost is you have a great episode like flashes before your eyes which will be followed by stranger in a strange land the (laughs) tattoo episode Uh, what season is that season three okay so you can have a fantastic episode followed by a bad one and then in season five four you get the constant followed by the other woman, which is easily one of the worst episodes of television around. Uh, well, not that bad. What's that one about? Juliet having an affair. It's like, oh. an affair? Yeah. Screw off, as Hurley would say. Um, oh, I don't remember that one. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. Uh, and Ben has an obsession with Juliet. Oh, I remember that one. And here's a manufactured storyline about gas. Like. <laughs> Don't get me started on and the other woman. Fall, and a rock fall. No, it's worse than the moth. It's worse than the moth. Um, so I'm guessing you're going to be in that one. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of cases you have great episodes followed by really kind of bottom episodes. Next week we have whatever the case may be. <laughs> um, a storyline about trying to open a suitcase. I suppose you got the little plane, right? 
Yeah. She's buried under a tree or something. Uh, not the best acting by Evangeline Lilly and a storyline that's all about people trying to get into a suitcase and a bad punny title. Um, you know, there's some okay things in the episode, but it's just so hard in TV shows where they have an intense episode. Like, like all the best Cowboys have daddy issues could be a season finale, like if they were shorter seasons. But then you have to like go back. You can't just always constantly have this building on, building on. So we get whatever the case may be. It's yeah. interesting how they do that because, like, I know I remember like we, I haven't seen Buffy in years, but I know Buffy kind of. Well, it's a weird connection, but like Buffy would have your very intense episode, but then they would go out of the way to kind of have like a silly episode next. And I like I know like I keep tying to third watch, but there's very like tune out now if you're listening to our rewatch and you don't want to know what happens. But season two, one of the main characters dies, and then the next episode is kind of followed by a real goofball, hilarious, one of the best episodes of the entire show. So it's kind of, it's interesting how they counter that. Whereas like with Lost, it's more so they just go shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'll be interested because like one's like the other woman I know I absolutely hate, but then whatever the case may be, I know I don't love but it'll be interesting when I'm really analysing it, will I like it a bit more or will I like it even less? So it's it's not the best, but it's not And I have memories worst. of that episode because I remember the whole plane thing and the tree and all that sort of stuff. And I remember I didn't dislike it because I, mean, I like Kate, I guess. But I mean, maybe I'm going to be yeah. more critical when you... Yeah, I'll be interested because I'm, I'm not guaranteeing you have been right now, but it'll be interesting to see where it ends up. Uh, but that's it. In the meantime... Rate us, subscribe to us, do all that jazz. We've been loving all the feedback. We want it to keep going. So um, I've been checking all the emails. Do we have an email? Lydia? The Oz Network at Hotmail.com. Yeah, I've been checking the Oz Network at Hotmail.com. <laughs> You've checking the- it because you don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it all the time. Fucking love it. Great. I've been checking the Check Twitter. it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've just loved all the different theories you guys have been sending us and just... All the positive, all the five stars you've been sending us. So, it's been great. I love so connecting with you guys. Um, all those private Facebook messages I've been getting you <laughs> telling me, oh, you're my favourite host, Ben. Oh, no. I really like those people who are knocking on my door at three o'clock in the morning, Richard <laughs> ringing me. <laughs> you got to believe me! <laughs> great danger will befall you. Stop listening to the podcast. <laughs> you've got to stop podcasting with Ben. <laughs> it's Lost Wiki calling it. We're better than Lostpedia. <laughs> Believers, do you reckon there's any people who work for both? Like, oh, bit of a shady yeah. operation going on no, there. Not black or white. I honestly think that Lost Wiki is kind of like they used to work for Lostpedia, and then uh, they branched off. That they used them for their resources, and went and started like the Lost Survivor community or something like we re- that. We need to re-edit Lock, um, and his two sides, <laughs> and then re-edit it. Lostpedia. <laughs> Lost Wikia. I, th- I, I reckon Lost Wiki is run by a guy called Ryan. <laughs> anyway, um, bit of a longer one, probably because we're sitting right here and we're just stalling until dinner time. <laughs> we want our palmies, and damn we, it. And we didn't watch two episodes back to back, so now we don't have another one. We're about to do a Survivor episode and yes. we only talk about so, Lost. <laughs> but if there was one episode that should be a bit longer, it's yeah. all the best Cowboys have daddy issues. Um so, fun times, and I am stuck here at Ben's house, so I will say, my name is Noah, and Ben, if you do not stop following me, I will kill you. And my name is Ben, and you won't get your $20,000. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net. <laughs>